A woman called 911 demanding a taxpayer-sponsored free ride. Another woman has been jailed after going on a bleach-pouring rampage. Lap dances are okay at Miami strip clubs, but no liquor after midnight. And a woman threatened a couple with a taser as she attempted to steal their puppy. These are the weird stories for Friday. And they're all out of Florida because it's Florida Friday, guys. The day you've been waiting for. All the weird stories coming out of our favorite state, Florida. A place we love for its content. I am Jonesy. This is Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. The only daily weird news podcast that has Florida Friday. It's Weird AF News leading you into the weekend with our favorite state, Florida. Those bizarre stories you hear about all the time that seem to only happen here in Florida. I know, right? Can't make this stuff up. It is just one of the many wacky news stories out of Florida. And why does the Sunshine State consistently produce such strange news? But what accounts for all this bizarre news? Is it the weather? Is it the people? Florida is full of the crazy stories. A Florida woman called 911 demanding a taxpayer sponsored ride. The police came and gave her a ride to prison. Wow, she should have been more specific. A Central Florida woman was arrested early Wednesday morning after calling 911 four times, demanding, quote, a taxpayer-sponsored taxi ride, according to the Winter Haven police, who, they gave her a ride. They hauled her off to jail shortly after 3 (laughs) a.m. This all comes from the Winter Haven Police Department's Facebook page, which we're all grateful for. Uh, Florida Department Facebook pages are just just ripe with all sorts of degenerative stories like this. Amazing. This woman's name is Sarah, Sarah Alame. She first called 911, according to the Winter Haven Police, at 2.45 a.m. She said, hello, and then she hung up. Well, the police were concerned. They thought this might be a real emergency. Maybe somebody couldn't finish their sentence because they were choking They headed over to the hospital parking lot where the call originated from. I assume that's a payphone. When they got to the hospital parking lot, they saw nobody there needing help. I'm surprised. There's so many, there's so many COVID patients. You didn't see anybody needing help? I'm surprised. I don't believe that. Obviously, they didn't find the person that made this call. 15 minutes later, a second call to 911 came in. The same woman, her voice on the line. But she reportedly ended the call without any information being exchanged. It doesn't say what she said. My guess was she said, what's up? And then hung up. That sounds about right. The first call was, hello. The second call was, what's up? And then she hung up. This time, though, the police, they were very dutiful. They were able to go out and locate the caller who confirmed she was the one who dialed 911. That must have been Sarah. Sarah said she called 911 because she needed a ride to another city. (laughs) Get me out of here. It's an emergency. What you should have asked for is a ride to another state because you're in Florida. (laughs) 911, get me out of here. The 31-year-old Sarah was told that 911 was not the proper number to call for such services. Did you also tell her that uh, those services don't exist? (laughs) Last I checked, taxpayer-sponsored taxi rides. I don't think those exist. If there's taxpayer-sponsored taxi rides, then I want I want a few of those. I want taxpayer-sponsored everything at this point. I want a taxpayer-sponsored foot massage. Can I call 911 and demand the police come over and give me a taxpayer-sponsored ball rub? <laughs> Could you please come and rub my balls? 
Police Department, paid for by the taxpayers. I would love that. Um, too crass? I apologize. Well, it's Florida Friday. What did you expect? Anyways, they told her 911 is not what you should call for such services. Still didn't tell her that these services don't exist, but whatever. They also told her she couldn't hang out in the hospital parking lot unless she needed medical attention. Ah, oh, come on. What's wrong with hanging out in a hospital parking lot in Florida? <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? I'll tell you, it's a lot safer than hanging out at a Walmart parking lot. I'll tell you right now. And if it's a Walmart parking lot in Florida, you're going to be beheaded or something. Someone's going to do a drive-by shooting in one of those carts while they're drinking wine out of an empty Pringles container. <laughs> That's Florida Walmart for you. Well, anyway, Sarah was unhappy with the service she was getting. I am displeased with this service, police officer. First, you tell me that I can't, I, I can't call 911 for such things. What is it there for? Hello, it's emergency services. I need to get out of here. Okay, I got a nail appointment in the next neighborhood over. Then you tell me, <laughs> then you now you're telling me this service doesn't exist whatsoever. My whole life, I thought you could call 911 and get free rides. This is a big shocker to my system. Alama allegedly called 911 a third time. This is what all it all went over. She complained. <laughs> she called 911 to complain that the officer didn't give her the service she needed. Was it the same payphone? Were the police standing right there in front of her when they made this call? I need information. Is there a video? She called 911 to complain about the police. They didn't give her the service she needed, which was, she repeats, a taxpayer-sponsored taxi ride. I don't know what world she lives in where they th she thinks this exists. The Winter Haven police said they gave Alama one more warning that 911 is not the emergency. <laughs> it's not the number to call for a non-emergency. Wow, they're giving her so many chances. Why don't you just arrest this lady? She's clearly on some substances. I mean, what are you doing? Well, can you guess what happened next? The cops wrote on the Facebook page. Wow, the cops wrote it as though it's a story. Uh, click here to find out what happened when she called 911 the 27th time. Well, the 911 call came that she made. That fifth one, I think it was. That was the call the call that finally got Alame her taxpayer-sponsored ride. The police drove her from that hospital parking lot to the Polk County Jail. She was charged with misuse of 911. Polk County Jail. Is that the real name of the jail? That seems like a, the name of a jail from a cartoon or something. Yeah, down at the Polk County Jail. We just got the cells are all filled up with people who don't know how to use 911. What can you say? In the defense of everyone misusing 911, we never took a class. No one ever tells you, hey, this is what's... <laughs> it was a few things I wasn't taught as a child. I wasn't taught how to, I don't know, balance balance a checking account or the proper use of 911. I assumed it was for emergencies, but, you know, it's a very gray area, you know? <laughs> Chick-fil-A runs out of chicken. That's a that's an emergency, right? <laughs> wow. A Florida woman has been jailed after a bleach pouring rampage. Well, maybe she's just trying to clean the area. Let's not judge pre-story. An Ocala, Florida woman with a dozen prior arrests is back in the county jail after she allegedly slapped a man in the face destroyed his home, poured bleach all over his clothes, threw items, broke televisions. Oh, I know some women that do such things. Kelly Sue Courtright, age 52, was charged with domestic battery after the incident. 
Jail records show she's been arrested 13 times on charges including prostitution, resisting arrest, battery on law enforcement, failure to pay child support, probation violations, etc., etc. Why is she on the streets? Why are people like this out and about? I don't understand it. I mean, I'd imagine if I was arrested three times for any of this shit that I wouldn't see the light of day for quite some time. Is that not how it works? I don't know. I don't engage in such stuff. I'm just guessing. Although this is Florida, let's take a moment. You got to put it in the context of the state of Florida, where if you've been arrested 13 times since 2006, that's not too many times. (laughs) The victim told the sheriff that this woman, Courtright, became upset. She started a verbal argument and became physical when they pushed each other. Ooh, a big old push. He said he left the location and went to a neighbor's house. The victim says, Courtright followed him, slapped him in the face while they were in the front yard. He said his neighbor witnessed Courtright striking him in the face. The victim said after Courtright slapped him in the grill, she left. It doesn't say grill in the police report. I just added that. I thought it would be cool. It'd be funny if you read police reports and they were like, you're the suspect uh, slapped the other dude in the grill. Uh, After she slapped him, she left the area with another person in a green Mercury vehicle. Was this a tax-sponsored ride? I'd like to know. He said Courtright fled to a mobile home parked uh, off a highway. Oh, she's from a mobile home. Well, this explains a lot. The police checked the scene. They did not observe any injuries on the victim, although he was struck in the grill several times. But they noted the home was in disarray. Items on the floor scattered. They saw a television on the floor with multiple cracks on the screen and what appeared to be ketchup. Ketchup sprayed all over the furniture and the walls. Ooh, a ketchup incident. They could also smell cleaning products. The floor appeared to be wet with a clear liquid. Ooh, what could that be? Hmm? Is it alligator piss? This is Florida. Uh, The police obviously spoke with Courtright. And when they did so, the report says she was acting erratic. She appeared to be stalling. She was acting nervous and pausing like she was being untruthful. Perhaps she was on some substances of some sort. Maybe she was on that Florida drug that everybody's doing. It's just called Florida. The deputy observed Courtright had multiple injuries but was unable to determine if they were from the altercation. Uh, This just could be her lifestyle. She does live in a trailer park, unfortunately. I think that comes with multiple injuries. Courtright said the victim punched her on the left side of her face, but the deputy was unable to see any injuries there. Uh... There's no more mention of the bleach. I want to hear more about this bleach-pouring rampage. That's all it says. My goodness. Is there video footage of the bleach-pouring rampage? I'm curious. Does this actually work to clean your house? Just pouring it all over the place? I once saw somebody pouring bleach all over the the middle of a road, like a very busy city street. This, This person was, like, tweaking on something, and they were just pouring bleach all over the middle of the road. Cars were stopped while this person just... I was waiting for the person to clean, get on their hands and knees, and scrub this the, the dirty street as well. This was in San Francisco, by the way. Uh, a place uh, where if you're in a certain neighborhood, you will be shocked at what is going on. <laughs> People are pooping on the sidewalk. I thought this was somebody who was trying to clean up their own poop or urine in the middle of the street. No, that's not what was going on. I don't know what was going on, but it was a lot of bleach pouring going on. Personally, I think we need to bleach the entire... State of Florida. Get that thing clean. Disinfected for sure. It's Florida Friday, only on Weird AF News. 
Despite the pandemic, strip clubs in Miami-Dade say lap dances are okay, but no drinks after midnight. (laughs) There was a brief moment in the last 24 hours where Miami-Dade appeared to be cracking down on lap dances during an alarming surge of COVID cases in Florida's most hard-hit county. Yeah, you should probably cut down on lap dances. Actually, you should probably, this is going to sound crazy, but you should shut your damn strip club down. Uh, I know, very, uh, it's a very controversial stance I have, but during a pandemic, especially in Florida, right now, maybe shut your shit down. That moment passed, and a senior county administrator said this week that lap dances do in fact remain available and legal during Miami-Dade's four-month coronavirus emergency. (laughs) So dumb. This is why you have your problem, Florida. Stupid. The confusion began when the office of Mayor Carlos Jimenez posted changes Monday to the June 4th emergency order that allowed strip clubs and other entertainment venues to reopen once the county approved their COVID operating plans. Oh, okay. So part of your COVID operating plans, strip clubs, is to have lap dances. That's part of the plan. Those operating plans included provisions for lap dances. To continue, provided dancers wore gloves and masks. <laughs> oh, God. You can't, you can't cure Florida. The same rules required of barbers and massage therapists. Miami-Dade approved those plans and places like Booby Trap. Ooh, Booby Trap. And Body Miami. Reopened even as COVID trends were worsening in the county. Oh, they're worsening horribly. You should, you should shut down all of this shit. What are you talking about? Barbers, massage therapists, and strip clubs. People gathering and touching each other. No more. Do I got to spell it out for you, state of Florida? You're all going to die. You're dying. I mean, how many old people are in Florida? Think of the old people, okay? And don't go to the booby trap. How about that? Shut down the booby operation immediately for the old people's sake. Jimenez later appeared to end the lap dance provision with language requiring 10 feet of distance between performers and patrons. Oh, okay, so you can have your lap dance, but just 10 feet away. Well, I'm not paying full price for that shit. Radio sports host Andy Slater spotted the wording first and posted it on his Twitter feed. The Miami Herald and other news outlets followed after the mayor's office described the 10-foot rule as new. And everybody's making fun of them. Good. Oh, but wait, the article says the 10-foot rule existed in the original June 4th order, and uh, one of Jimenez's deputies said it actually doesn't apply to the lap dancers. Quote, the lap dancers are not considered a performance, Deputy Mayor Jennifer Moon said. She confirmed lap dancers remain authorized in Miami-Dade. She did not say what the county considers them, if not performances. What are they? Are they? (laughs) They're massages. Yes, massage my lap unbelievable several strip clubs reopened in miami just last week after having safety plans approved by the county well they're doing some safety precautions over there social distancing they claim operating at limited capacity doing temperature checks oh great temperature checks yeah we'll take your temperature when you enter and then after you get a lap dance from a grimy florida stripper you can walk out with a higher temperature than you came in (laughs) hand hand sanitizing station so that's great Oh, proper signage, frequent cleanings, mandatory masks. Oh, but she's going to put her butthole in your area, sir. How <laughs> is a mask and gloves going to save you from this experience? The butthole in your area, a stranger's butthole. Really? Close to you. 
on your lap, maybe touching your kneecap. We don't know. Here's a quote. Close contact is permitted if both the dancer and the person are wearing PPE. That's what uh, the mayor's office said. They claim it's the same as what is required for someone who is giving a massage. Oh, yeah, sure. That's the same environment. And hey, hey, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm uh, I hate to bring this to your attention, but the person that normally gives you a massage isn't a grimy Florida stripper that probably lives in a trailer park. Just saying uh, <laughs> that that's terrible to say, but it's probably true. It's probably true. Jonesy, not all strippers live in trailer parks. I know this is also true. But a Florida stripper at the end of the day, you really can't argue with me. At the end of the day, you can't trust a Florida stripper. Let's be real. okay? the mayor's office did say that the uh, the rule applies to strip clubs as it applies to restaurants, which is no more drinks after midnight. You can't serve drinks after midnight. (laughs) Yes, you can. You can't really. They're trying to make it so you can't walk out of there with a buzz, but you can walk out of there with a covid but if you're going to get the COVID, get it from a stripper, baby. I got it from a Florida stripper. Yay! A Florida woman threatens a couple with a taser as she attempts to steal their puppies. Deltona, Florida. Not to be confused with Daytona. A woman is behind bars after she threatened a couple with a taser in an attempt to steal a puppy that they were selling. Deputies responded to the home in Deltona after receiving reports of an attempted armed robbery. The caller informed 911 that a woman had tried to rob them of a puppy using a taser. And she took off in a blue four-door passenger vehicle with a dent on the driver's side, in case you're keeping score at home. Deputies searched for the vehicle, described in the 911 call, quickly located the vehicle. Deputies made contact with the driver of the car, identified her as Sally Schweitzer. Sally Schweitzer age 58, who likes tasers and puppies. She be- <laughs> Sally began to make comments related to the incident that was described. What are you going to say, Sally? How are you going to justify wielding a taser at an unarmed couple in an attempt to take their cute little puppies? Deputies made contact with the victims, a husband and wife who were selling five Australian shepherd puppies for $1,200 each through a Craigslist listing. Oh boy, Craigslist at the bottom of this. Ooh, you add Craigslist and Florida together, you have major, major degenerative activity for sure. Crimes, danger, Craigslist. (laughs) What do you expect? You're going to meet people on Craigslist in Florida? This is what you get. You get tased. Your ass get tased. (laughs) The husband told the deputies that Schweitzer made contact with them through Craigslist, arranged a time to purchase one of the puppies, Schweitzer, spent 90 minutes at the home before the husband told her, you either buy the puppy or you leave. What was she just, she wanted to pet the puppies. She's like, no, I just want to, can I feel all the puppies? I don't want to make my decision. Stop rushing me. Stop rushing me. I want to touch and feel all of your puppies before I pick out the one that I want. I'm going to pick out the one that speaks to me. Speaks to me. Speak to me, puppies. Speak. That's what you get off Craigslist. Trust me. I've met people off Craigslist. I know how it works. I tried to rent a room in my apartment through Craigslist. I had a guy from Florida come uh, who had to tell me, uh, by law, I have to tell you that (laughs) that I've been charged with a murder uh, three years ago in Florida, and it hasn't gone to trial yet. Uh, but don't worry about it. My lawyer 
claims, my lawyer assures everybody that it was self-defense. I claim it's self-defense. You can talk to my lawyer if you'd like just to verify. By the way, I have an ankle bracelet. I wear that all the time because I'm like, wow. But I thought about it because you offered to pay all the rent up front for like half a year. I was like, oh, man. Wow, did I just share too much there? I think I did. Well, that's Florida for you. That's Craigslist for you as well. You either buy the puppy or you leave. I like to stay. I just want to be among the puppies. Schweitzer told the couple she did not have any money. Ah, tricked you, Craigslist couple selling puppies. I am without dollars. Because <laughs> uh, Craigslist doesn't verify your character or your wallet or really anything. Craigslist doesn't even verify that the person coming to meet you doesn't have a taser in their bra. <laughs> she whipped one out. She pulled the taser from her purse. She told the couple she was taking the puppy. You back off. I am taking one of these puppies. She continued to threaten the couple and told them to go outside or she would have to take them down. <laughs> take them down. Um, but then the couple went and got their pet alligator to defend themselves. Just kidding. That would have been awesome. The alligator against the woman with the taser. Oh, I would love to see them fight to the death. A report says Schweitzer then activated the taser and lunged at the couple, but the husband was able to push her away. Cool. Finish her. Deputies were able to review surveillance footage from the home that showed this incident and confirmed what the couples had described. Ooh, I want to see the surveillance footage. Schweitzer later told deputies that she wanted to purchase a puppy, but she had very little money and tried to talk down the price of the puppy. What, to nothing? I tried to talk them down to zero. I thought maybe they're reasonable people. They have five puppies after all. Surely they can part with with one. Just give to a stranger that has a taser. Schweitzer later admitted to the deputies that she went to get the puppy without any, any money at all. No money. No money. I tried the Florida approach, you know, where you just walk up and steal the shit. She intended on taking one without paying, according to the report. The, she later told the deputies she was very sorry for her actions. She was not thinking very clearly. When the deputies searched Schweitzer's vehicle, they found the pink taser used in the attempt. Oh, the pretty pink one, you know. <laughs> if you're going to tase somebody, ladies, you know, you want to you want one. You want to tase in style. You know what I'm saying? Uh, ooh, they they also found a nine millimeter gun. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be thankful she didn't use that. Oh, boy. It's the state of Florida, after all, where you're happy to see a taser. You're happy that it's a taser and not an alligator with a submachine gun. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello, my weirdos. This is the host of Weird AF News, Jonesy. I want to thank you for joining me for Florida Fridays, and I want to thank everyone who sent me articles that have contributed to the Florida Friday episodes. You know who you are. I'm grateful for you. I'm going to show some love to Jessica. Jessica listens to Florida Fridays with a group of friends. Yeah, she's giving me all of their friends because I thought I would do a shout out to this group of people that are um, up in Alaska where it's got to be boring as hell. So you need Florida Fridays. To get... Imagine quarantining in Alaska. My goodness. Uh, so big shout out to Jessica, Kevin, Cassandra and Safira. I hope I pronounced your name right. Safira, you sound like a superhero. Um, all of them huddled up in Alaska listening to Weird AF News. That's just fabulous. Love the idea of that. I just love the idea of like having a having a listening party and it's Weird AF News that you're listening to. I think that's pretty cool. Also want to give some love give some love to Jasmine G who reached out to me on Instagram and says as a former Floridian, I'm so angry. My elderly parents still live there. It's so scary with the COVID. 
This governor is disgusting. I'm glad I got the hell out of there 10 years ago. I love Florida Friday, Jonesy, because Florida is so stupid. I could cry, but you make me laugh instead. Oh, Jasmine, thank you so much. I loved it. To hear that, um, I'm I'm happy I can make you laugh. I'm happy I can turn the situation in Florida around and and make people chuckle about it. I mean, you have to laugh at such shit, otherwise it'll just bring you down. You got to laugh at at the pain. <laughs> uh, also, Amanda on Instagram, she wrote, uh, "Your Thursday podcast was hilarious, Jonesy. I was cackling up in my kitchen. So funny. Color me bad had me in stitches." Uh, it color me bad had me in stitches as well, Amanda, for real. The idea of it. Vanilla ice too. Um, she says, I listen to your podcast every day on my Alexa daily briefing because my toddler regularly loses his shit. Gets me through my afternoons. Keep up the good work, Jonesy. Thank you so much, Amanda. Appreciate that. You guys can reach out to me on Instagram. It's at Funny Jones. Yeah, send me a DM. Yo, slide up into my DMs and tell me how much you love my show. I'm grateful for... Brian Teresa Lamar, who sent me a PayPal donation and wrote, great show. Can't wait till tomorrow's Florida Friday. Oh, I hope you enjoy it, Brian. I really hope you approve. I was very motivated by your PayPal donation today to really just knock the Florida Friday episode right out of the park. I even did four stories. Lately, I've been doing four stories, but yeah, I thought they were great. Thank you so much, Brian. You guys can uh, donate via the PayPal as well um, and be like Brian and, and buy me lunch. Doesn't that make you feel good? Uh, the PayPal address is its just my email address, funnyjones at gmail.com. Pretty simple, guys. You know what I mean? Uh, some people joined the Patreon, by the way. I was very pleased to see Morgan Phillips and Julie Forsyth joining the Patreon. Morgan Phillips is so cool for joining the Patreon. <laughs> Julie's like, you didn't sing my name. Julie Forsyth, you're a member of the Patreon, and I love what you do. Loving it, loving it. Joining the Patreon right before the weekend hits. Um, this is terrible what I'm doing, but I hope you like it. <laughs> Julie's like, I wish you didn't do that. Morgan's like, my song rocked. Uh, yeah, Julie and Morgan, do you know each other? Well, uh, you can now be introduced in the Patreon. Welcome to the club. Everyone, uh, you guys can also join the Patreon at home, listeners, or wherever you're listening. You might not be at home. You might be in a vehicle. Uh, you might be in a castle hanging out with the queen. Uh, you might be defecating around the queen's castle as you listen to my podcast uh, <laughs> proudly. Uh, Patreon.com slash weirdafnews is the URL. Uh, you can go there and become a weirdo and get access to some... Amazing, extra, weirdo-related, Weird AF News-related content. Um, so, yeah. I, what did I post yesterday? Something pretty cool. Oh, I put up... Oh, I offered a, some uh, audio tracks up there for certain people. Um, but anybody anybody can download the stuff I put up there. I got songs up there, my comedy album. I'm not even going to talk about it anymore. Just join the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Weird AF News and feel good about it. I feel good about it. Thank you again, Julian Morgan and Brian for making my day. Um, we're starting off July right, uh, which reminds me, uh, happy 4th of July to everybody, uh, specifically my Americans, my American listeners. I don't know what you're going to be doing for 4th of July, but please be safe. Don't don't social gather too much. But I mean, I, mean, I think you should find, which is what I'm going to do, a happy medium between gathering and, and, and not really gathering. I do want to see some fireworks. I'm 
actually going to be participating in uh, launching some of these fireworks at a particular neighborhood out here in, in L.A. with some friends of mine. But, but I'm going to make sure that, uh, you know, um, we're not doing a whole big crowd thing. I don't want to do that. I just want to – just very little, few people, just a few people, that's all. And I'll be wearing a mask the entire time. I suggest you do so as well. Uh, and if you are lighting up fireworks, which I will be doing a, a little bit of that, please be careful because they're quite dangerous. They can be dangerous. We don't want you to lose a finger because then you can't push play on your podcast player and listen to Weird AF News. You know, Jonesy cares about you. It's true. It's true. I love you and I care about you. If you love me too, you can call me and tell me. 646-450-2012. Happy 4th of July. Hope you enjoyed the Florida episode. Have a great weekend. Be safe. And uh, I'll be thinking of you. <laughs> no, I won't. No, I won't. I'll be drunk. <laughs>